goes. Let's go. Come on. Let's say, ain't no party like a cowboy party. Let's get it going. We're here live. In All Nation Studios. Let's go. Be sure on your way in to hit that like button, share this content, let a friend, neighbor, or foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and beyond. Right. Really appreciate you guys. This would not be possible without the growth and the help of the nation. But we're going to bring you the revelations. Yeah. Hey. Let go. Come on. Stand to your feet. This is the Midday Sports Report. What you've been waiting for. Tell our Shanique with Pookie and Ray Ray. Come on out. <laughs> Come on. Five, four, three, two. Yeah. Come on. Jerry, it's too early for that. Come on! If it's your birthday this month, happy birthday to you. Go ahead, grab you a cup of coffee or your morning or afternoon or evening libation. Do what you gotta do to settle down and wrestle down in it. Good feeling, good vibe. Come on. Say it again. All right. Come on, baby. We're live on multiple platforms. Really appreciate you guys for tuning in and jumping in. Yeah. Come on. You say, hey, no party like a cowboy party. Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on. All right. What? I cannot believe it. All right, baby. I beat that time, by the way. It's Cowboy versus the Denver Broncos. Hey, ho. Let's go. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I know you guys crunk because I am. You know, I know I know you guys crunk. I know we heard the news. We got the information report with C.D. Lamb, and uh, he, he was out there in practice. Let me repeat. He was out there in practice. Little little ankle strain right there or, or ankle situation. You know, he, he going to be able to play. If not, I got some Mississippi mud that we can rub on it and we can get it going from there. 
Uh, really appreciate everybody who tuned in. And if this is your first time watching and tuning in, be sure to hit the like button. It's, it's a good thing. If not, I got my, I got some dogs for you. <laughs> down, boy, down, down, down. <laughs> yeah, Cowboy Nation. Uh, speaking of Cowboy Nation, we, we also have a Cowboys Experience event this weekend. I, I would love to see your beautiful faces. Call today. The number is at the bottom of the screen, 817-888 or 888-888, basically, 1726. That's the number for the mix. And you will be able to um, get tickets and get information about meet and greets and a whole bunch of things that we got. I know it's past trick-or-treat, but we got some treats for you, you know. Uh, and, and it is what it is. Let me pull up the screen so everybody can see what we talking about. Yeah, look at that power. I still got a little power here. Uh, shout out to you, Natasha. Shout out to you, Yarber. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate everybody that's watching from multiple platforms. Like I said, uh, we also here live on Facebook. And if you're watching, if you're on the Facebook page, be sure to hit me up. And we got some things for you. We'll be doing the jersey giveaway today. I compiled, oh, my goodness, uh, a, a lot of numbers uh, uh, for this jersey right here. Speaking of jersey, here it is right here. Now behold the lamb. So when he scored a touchdown, you know, you'll be able to have your own authentic jersey with the tag on it from one of the Cowboys pro shops right here. So it's authentic. We'll be doing the drawings today. And what I'm going to do is – we're going to pull three names, and after the names are pulled or what have you, you got 24 hours to say, hey, Law, I, I was a winner, dog. <laughs> I want it. You know, I want that jersey. And you just text me at 682-214-4087. Now, we can, now, now we can got two ways. We can start talking about the Denver Broncos. Well, we can do the drawing right now. Which way y'all want to go? Y'all control the show, by the way. We can go two ways. We can go to the Broncos talk, or we can just go ahead and pull the name of the jersey. You know, which way y'all want to go with it? You know, let me know. I'm going to read the comments over here. And that way we can just draw in, draw in, draw in. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, goodness. Okay, 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 okay. All right, y'all want to go ahead and get it out the way, baby. I, I feel you. You know, y'all want to know who the win who the winner, baby. <laughs> Pull the name. Yeah, we gotta go to the wheel, though. We gotta go to the wheel. Come on, if I can find my wheel, baby. Come on. Woo! It's the wheel, baby. Tell him. Yeah, tell you just wanna. We gonna run this thing up. Come on in, grab your seat. Hey, What's that beat come in? Yeah. Time to check the song. Come on, let's hit it. Come on, let's say, rub it. It's from my mama's cooking. Let's see who gonna be the winner. Who the winner, winner, check it out. Come on, who the lamb? Oh! 
Come on. Come on, Wiggins. Hit me up at 682-214-4087. You are. You are the winner. 682-214-4087. And I got a protocol that I do to make sure it's you. So hit me up. Come on. We got two more tries at it. Two more tries at it. And if you live right now, let me know. If you live with me right now, Wiggins. Come on. We're going to do another one. Let's do it. Let's run that back, baby. Let's run that back. We're going to run it back. Let's go. Let's go. I love it when people are winning. You know, you know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Let's go. Let's run it back. Five, four, three, two. Can we check or something? I don't really in the field at all. Yeah. Wanna? Oh. Come on. I've been really in the field. I don't wish I had a feeling. I just wanna run it up. Don't need no deals. I make the deal. Have to take it to a meal. Lately, I just wanna run it up. If y'all don't know, if you guys don't know, Daryl, he won the Michael Parsons jersey. Daryl, I call him Mr. Passion when he called into the show, Cowboy Nation. He won the Michael Parsons jersey. And now, if Wiggins don't, if Wiggins don't hit me back, oh my goodness, he would have him a lamb jersey. Daryl, I need to know, I need to know really, you know, the lottery numbers. Cause you're in second place on this one. All right, we're gonna do it one more time. We're gonna do it one more time, okay? Okay, we're gonna do it one more time. You see, all of these names people are asking, like, hey, hey, law, how do, how was I, how can I get into this list right here? If you're part of the support tab. If you're part of the YouTube community membership part portion, and if you made a donation, your name is entered in. So, for example, if Wiggins sent me a $1 cash app, his name was entered into the drawing. This is a $125 jersey. So you do the math. <laughs> you do the math. It's easy. It's so easy to win. And we're going to have more and more things available for you guys down the line but this is the last drawing and then we're going to get into it go let the computer decide who they gonna pick justin day hey yo whoa <laughs> oh. justin day Yo, appreciate you, Justin. Justin D. So we got Mr. Wiggins. We also have Daryl Shap. And then we have Justin D. Those are the three guys. But the first person, 682-214-4087 is the number. And shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. We, we, we love doing this, Cowboy Nation. And the reason why, if you can just zoom in and see people's names or enter it in multiple times, is because they are part of the supporter tab for Facebook, and they're also part of the Patreon. 
and also a part of the YouTube membership. And that's why they, their names are in there multiple times for your mind. So uh, appreciate those guys. Let me give them another round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> Justin D. <Day. laughs> you know, last year uh, we was doing something similar to this in Eastside Harrow won, you know. Y'all remember Eastside Harrow? You know, he won. So, uh Neither here nor there. Shout out to those three. They got 24 hours uh, to contact me and hit me up at 682-214-4087. Uh, speaking of all of that, we do have an event this weekend with Cowboys Experience. I want to see y'all beautiful faces out there. And we got more and more surprises and things to give away. So uh, the number to that, let me just copy it right here. Copy right here so everybody can have it in the chat log there. And Bam. Call today for more information on how you can get out there to the to the game. They got a lot of surprises for everyone, Cowboys experience, and, and we're going to play some things that they do also on their side of the coin. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in. So let's get right to it. The, the situation with this front five, the offensive line, Tyron Smith, who is a friend of the show as it relates to the Cowboys experience. Been battling through. Been battling through an injury and it's a bone spur. And we know how those things can go. Let the AI. Okay, appreciate you, Jason. Thank you so much, Jason. You'll be entered into the next drawing. We cut this drawing off. <laughs> You'll be entered into the next drawing for your donation there and your support. Uh, bone spurs. They had him listed as questionable. And I believe that he will not play this week. But we've been using Terrence Steele as a deodorant, right? He, he just wore off all of the funk. And when they put Terrence Steele in last year, one can argue and say, well, Terrence Steele last year, he was still young, he was new. Uh, Michael says uh, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Toyota Music Factory. Be sure to be there Saturday. M matter of fact, don't, don't meet us there. Beat us there. You know, get there early so you can have front row, uh, uh, be in the front row section there. You don't want to be looking over people's shoulders. So uh, we want to see you guys there early, <laughs> early, 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 from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Toyota Music Factory. And if you have issues getting there, uh, just type it into your Google and it will get you the actual address. I think Michael, he's going to post the actual address in, in the uh, comment there. So, Cowboy Nation, the deodorant Ben Tarrant still. The deodorant Ben Tarrant still. The deodorant Ben Tarrant still, right? Let, let's not get it twisted, right? We, we know that this particular coaching staff been making the necessary adjustments. And on top of that, Cowboy Nation. They've been doing a good job with it. Think of it. Dak Prescott went out. Cooper Rush came in, right? We still was able to manage the game and win it. Oh, Donovan Wilson went out. Law, do you have more information? Donovan Wilson went out. We, we inserted J. Ron Curse. And now, shoo, people saying, can we just pay J. Ron Curse to a long-term contract? Didn't miss a beat, right? Even when Tyron Smith went out last game, 
we inserted tiredness, sucky. And the sucky was able to stand tall, not missing a beat. Uh, Ruiz says, uh, Lyle proved your team worth a, a, a left tackle. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. We, we have to figure out a way. And, and I think I pulled it. Let's pull it up again. Let's pull it up on the fly. We building the plane while it's in there. Let's do this again. Let, let, let's cry right quick. Let's cry right quick because those numbers, that's Ezekiel Elliott, by the way. Let's pull up this. Y'all see that? Y'all see that? 92.9 overall. I ain't talking about the kind you wear. <laughs> Ron Block, 92.2. Can you see that? You only allow one sack this season. He only allow one time that you can touch the quarterback one hit. Five pressures. That's out of 465 snaps. That's Tyron Smith, baby. We've been talking about this for, for, for a long time, you know. The difference between this administration juxtaposed to the previous administration is that they make the necessary adjustments. We have not been getting bitten into you-know-what, right? When the rain comes, the previous administration was like, nah, we'll wait till the rain fall before we start buying the umbrella, before we start buying the ponchos, the raincoat, and the rain boots, right? But this particular administration, Mike McCarthy, they got that umbrella already there, the raincoat, the poncho, the rain boots. Huh? Every situation we've been making the necessary adjustments. Oh, excuse me. We've been making so many adjustments. I forgot to bring up Cedric Wilson, who is a friend of the show, by the way, for Cowboys experience. Came out to multiple events. Every time he come out to an event, <laughs> the guy catch a touchdown or a major play. Shout out, shout out to Cedric Wilson. But what about Gallup? Cedric Wilson came right in and said, hey, I can make the necessary adjustments from what coach is telling me. Didn't miss a beat. So we're not even at all full strength, right, Cowboy Nation? And that's why we are still, we still six and one. Overall, number two, overall in offense, there's no other team that's doing better. 18th in defense. Oh, yeah, we probably can improve on that. We'll talk about that down the line. We, we, we don't got nowhere to go today. We, we, we got a long show. So I can't wait to see Gallup back in the mix. But we've been making the necessary adjustments. Uh, Michael says, uh, we will announce once we get solid confirmation with injuries and trade deadline. We have a later today or tomorrow. So uh, they will announce the, the player that will come out to the event. But like I said before, don't meet us there, beat us there. Come on out. It's Cowboys experience. We're going to have a wonderful time out there with a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff so that you guys can see, physically see 
and touch and feel. Uh, Lost Soul says, what's up? Appreciate you. Don't see Gallup for that 73-yard touchdown. Mm, Elite Rob, appreciate you, but don't don't sleep on Gallup, you know. Don't sleep on him. In the foot chase, I'm thinking that, you know, Cedric may be a little faster, but Gallup got a little wiggleness to him, you know. Let's not sleep on Michael Gallup, by the way. Um, Let's go over the team that we're going to play. And that is the Denver Broncos. Uh, I got their uh, chart right here. Questionable is their interior guy, Deshaun Williams. He's questionable. Uh, the tight end, who is pretty good, Albert. I can't pronounce his last name, by the way. He's questionable. Uh, what they do good, they got Teddy Bridgewater, who is a great game manager. He's not going to throw the ball deep. He do got a good fade ball, though. And Teddy Bridgewater, he will take the underneath. They got a, a hungry running back, but I, I don't think that they're going to run the rock on us like that. And on top of that, their special team is awesome. When you go back and scout the game, the Denver Broncos game, they can get punt blocks, <laughs> field goal blocks. That's what they do. And that's one of their strong keys right there. Their, their defense is nothing to sneeze at. You can't just sit there and say, okay, uh, Simmons is somebody you can attack. That's their safety, by the way. He just wears number 31. And I think he had two interceptions the last game. So that is something that we would have to uh, um, uh, be mindful of. But a safety being a major impact to these wide receivers, no, 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 no. You got Rain Dakota Prescott, number four, elite Prescott, by the way. They can carve up, carve up the DBs on the outside. You see, the safeties is going to really have to get it out of the mud for the Denver Broncos because we got two-headed monsters. We got Ezekiel Elliott, excuse me. We also have Tony Pollard. So that's why I say the neutralizers of the safeties are the two running backs, and then you sprinkle in a Jarwin and a Schultz, who we got Jarwin on our list as questionable. They just moved uh, McKeon up off the IR list, by the way, Cowboy Nation. But I just look at it. I think that Jarwin is going to play this weekend. Appreciate you, Alex T. Thank you for all what you're doing with the donation there. Um, Dak Prescott, he's questionable. And, of course, we see C.D. Lamb is questionable. Dak Prescott playing this weekend, by the way. But shout out to the Denver Broncos. For getting rid of Von Miller right before we get a chance to play them. <laughs> that's, so that's a good thing. All right, so Law, do you have any numbers to this? Yes. Points per game. What are the points per game? Shout out to ESPN for this wonderful stat. And let me share ESPN content right quick with you guys. <laughs> Somebody said he needs some milk. <laughs> Who needs some milk? Who needs some milk? <laughs> Oh, my God. He needs some milk. Yeah, yeah, that's the link to the ESPN. Um, <clears throat> points per game, and so you guys can be on the same page. Points per game, you click that link there. You Well, you don't have to get off the show, but you click that link there, and uh, you can see what I'm seeing. Points per game, they average 19.6 points per game. Cowboys averaging 32.1. All right? Allow. That's where they good at. 
The Broncos are allowing 17.1 points a game. The Cowboys are allowing 23.1. All right, so let's look at the area attack in the in the air. 313 yards and 152 on the ground. See, the Cowboys got a philosophy where it's, hey, it's pick your poisons. We can get you by air, air, air strike this thing, even with our backup quarterback put up 325 yards, right? Right? Although it was a struggle in the first half, I can only imagine what Dak Prescott would have done to that team, the Vikings. <sighs> I digress. The team, the opposing team, Teddy Bridgewater went under center. You know, he, he's averaging 253 yards. They're averaging right above 100. And I'm not sitting here saying just by stats alone, because stats are for losers, that we win this game. We still have to lace them up, be up, and it's an any given Sunday. I do not want to hear you guys say, well, law. Shame. Shame. It's a trap game, Law. Shame. Oh, Law, it's a trap game. No, 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 no. This is not a trap game. You see, the Broncos, they won their first three games. Everybody had them high, right, of going to the playoff, making some damage. Great move by acquiring Teddy Bridgewater and beyond, right? And then they went on this skid. They lost four straight games. And then they had to face... The mighty Washington, Washington team, right? Because you can't find a Washington, Washington fan that didn't say that they were the best team in the NFC East, right? No offense, Michael, because I know you're a Washington team fan, you know. But, you know, it, it, it was a situation whereas they faced the Washington team and they won. And I can tell you guys, you never want to face a team coming off of a victory. Because now they can say, okay, now we can stack this upon that. And the things that coach was yelling and yapping in the locker room, I can levitate and gravitate to that, right? <laughs> oh, we can go in here. And don't you think that we can get above 500? So you thinking that this particular Broncos are going to play us at 50%? No, 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 no. If you think that this particular Broncos team is just going to lay down, like family guy and say, okay, you know, no, 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 no. The check, check don't cash here, you know. <laughs> yeah, but but this is the thing. This is the thing, Cowboy Nation. We just have to stay focused and do what we do best. That's going back to the old administration. <laughs> do what we do best and take advantages of the Broncos' weakness. Good secondary as it relates to the safety. Big boys inside, hmm, they kind of nicked up. We can get them one-dimensional, forces them. Like, I, I tell people all the time, people look at our defense and say, ah, oh, law, let's pull up the tape, man, let's pull up this thing again. The Cowboys are 18th-ranked defense. The team we played last week was fourth-ranked defense. And I said this on my previous show, which team defense would you prefer <laughs> That fourth-ranked defense couldn't stop a backup quarterback, right? 
So it's not about the numbers. And I don't think that I can see a lot of people that would say, well, law, I would prefer to have the Minnesota Vikings defense right now versus the Cowboys defense because the Minnesota Vikings defense, they was number one in sacks and these sorts of things. I don't know. Let me see. Show of hands of anybody who would like to change defense. And we're not even at 100%. We got Demarcus Lawrence who's working the courts today. We got a lot of good things that's happening. Navel Gallimore pushing the sledge around 225 on that sledge, just pushing it around like it's a rag doll, just moving it around everywhere he wanted to go. All reinforcements are coming, baby. They're coming. Let me see what y'all said. Cause I don't, let me see what y'all said. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Shout out to uh, Sadiq. Well, shout out to uh, if Scott Walker is in the house. Appreciate him from A to Z Sports uh, Media Network. Appreciate them. Be sure to check them out. Growing fast, fast growing network there for the Cowboys community. I really appreciate them. Let's go. Shout out to the five dollar AB and JL for keeping the Vikings inbound last minute of the game. Defense is contagious. Heading into the right direction. Uh, physical yeah physicality is the name of the game ed appreciate you on the facebook thank you for liking yeah yeah so all the haters want y'all just do me a huge favor lean forward right there slap the godzilla tears out of them because this is what we're doing don't fall in love with the numbers the numbers will get you lost and it'll It'll make we we'll slap the Godzilla tears out of you. <laughs> because that's what's going on, baby. All right, so when we talk about this, it's always good to listen in to your opposition, to know what they're doing, what they're trying to sprinkle out, or what they're trying to get done, right? So let's listen in to them. Let me see. Mm, I think I got some powers. Let's listen to them right Cowboys matchups, and of course, as a lot of people probably expect, uh, the Cowboys are a pretty good team. And this is going to be a tough challenge. I say specifically on the Cowboys offense uh, across the board. They're top three, if not top five on on almost every statistical statistical category. The only thing that they struggle in uh, at all really is the red zone. And again, I think some of that doesn't really necessarily matter because they score from some of these deep shots. We listened to the uh, Denver Broncos podcast on their website so be sure to check them out i'll post a link once this video is completed uh that they take between cd lamb amari cooper they might even have michael gallup back for this game so uh let's start with the offense of the cowboys and how you would like to defend them well i think you hit the nail on the head right there when you were talking about it it's a a talented offense that likes to take deep shots but they struggle in the red zone so if i'm the denver broncos we're laying back and ben don't break where you're taking that (laughs) that game plan or at least the philosophy that we had against kansas city last year in the second game and applying it here we'll we'll give you the stuff in front of us we're going to make you kick field goals with the unreliable greg zerline yeah they averaged 32 points per game right this is our philosophy we're going to take you from 32 hopefully down to about 20 or 21 points right and if we can do that and our offense can get 21 to 24 we can win this football game now i'm not trying to stop the guy but 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 we stopping the guy so you mean to tell me you're going to give the cowboys (laughs) 
no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. You better, what they say, re, reconsider, read some literature. <laughs> no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh. No, God. You know, this is the thing, Cowboy Nation. If you allow the Cowboys to get the underneath to run the ball, put the ball in the belly of Ezekiel Elliott, you better stop them. Because what happened here, a lot of times people look at the defense and say, okay, the defense is not tops, and teams are just throwing the ball all over us, right? But the problem is teams come with the mindset of saying, okay, we're going to neutralize the Cowboys by running the rock because that's going to kill some time. And that's their game plan. We're going to punch the Cowboys in their mouths, basically. But the problem is with that Cowboy Nation is in, in the opposing team, and I'm not hitting, I'm not throwing any salt or shade at the philosophy of doing that. You got to score. I recall a lot of times team would have us against the ropes. But in that second half, <laughs> pull off we pull off and then when we win people will say well law it was because x y and z do you guys remember when we played against the philadelphia eagles it was the second ranked defense in the national football league can somebody put down the final score of that game but everybody was saying, well, the Eagles, they're going to run the rock and they're going to do play action and they're going to roll Jalen Hurts on the edge and they're going to throw the ball and they're going to beat us. It was so egregious to the point whereas a lot of Eagle fans were saying that their Alabama wide receiver, the Slim Reaper, is better than C.D. Lamb. And then all we did was we... We rolled up and we laced them up and we completed it. Then here come the Carolina Panthers. They were the number one defense in the National Football League at the time. Spiffy AC, appreciate you, 41 to 21. At the time, the Carolina defense was the number one. No team could figure them out at that time. They were 3-0. And they had all of these solutions on how they were going to supposedly beat the Cowboys. And then we pulled off on them. Can somebody put that final score in the chat? You know, my thing is, I get it. You can have the philosophy. Everybody have a plan until they get punched in the face, right? That's good old Mike Tyson. So if you're going to give the Cowboys the underneath, you're going to give them alleyways to get to the red zone and banging on the fact that we are ranked, I think, 24th in red zone, which is which is – Horrible number, by the way, 24th ranked in red zone, meaning we get there, we're just not scoring. We're just not scoring. But if that's your strategy to get us there, to hope that we kick a field goal, <laughs> good luck. Get asking this offense, asking the Broncos offense to get 24 points is begging for a miracle. But, you know, punch Shermer, if he can get to get this stuff together, <laughs> he might be, able to, might be able to get some points on the board. Maybe the Broncos get a spark from the absence of Von Miller. This defense gets fired up. This offense gets fired up. And you, you get one of these games where you, you pull it off. 
you know, that's a good way to frame it, the, the spark, because you got a sense of that from Justin Simmons as he was speaking up there. He, he kind of talked a little bit about how, you know, because he was asked a lot about the void of leadership and, and asked a little bit about, uh, you know, where they're at. And, and he kind of said, look, I mean, in the end, it's all lip service. We got to go out there and prove to people that we're not tanking or punting the season. There was a... He said they're going to get a spark by getting rid of their defensive leader in sacks. I get it. Now, Von Miller, he, that was a long tooth. You know, I think he had five sacks for the season. Let me let me pull up. Let's build a plane while we're in there. Let's pull it up right quick. Shout out to Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Von Miller, I think he had five. I think he had a lot of good stuff when I pulled up his information. All right, so this is Von Miller. Let me move him out the way right quick uh five sacks for the season overall 85 against the run 83 y'all gonna need that right there y'all gonna need that right there against the run hmm? uh pass rush 78 that's not his best number and and of course uh four hits total pressure 28 pressures y'all gonna miss those pressures baby <laughs> that pressures are hard to come by by the way i think our guy randy gregory got like 29 of them Equivalent to this right here, uh, five sacks. I think our guy got five sacks. 11 stops. You don't get better by getting rid of that, by the way. Football 101. That's your, that's your defensive guy. And you got rid of him for a second and third round draft pick, which he's long in the tooth, 32 years of age. I mean, actually, low key, if you really look at it and contextualize it, the Broncos really won off of that deal if they know they're not going all the way to the Super Bowl. And, and what the, he was saying is that they're not punting. But I look at it like, shoot, you get a second and a third round draft pick. You don't have to pay this man $17.5 million, right? He wanted, he wanted a new contract, by the way. And on your way out, you're not looking for peanuts. You want that bag bag, you know, because you know that this is the last time you're ever going to get that biggest of the biggest check. And, of course, the Rams, they doing what they got to do. And we'll talk about that if we ever get a chance to see them. But I just don't see the um, the benefit of getting rid of one of your, your top dogs. Now, I know less is more, right? But let's. Let's frame it the, the spark because you got a sense of that from justin simmons as he was speaking up there he, he kind of talked a little bit about how you know because he was asked a lot about the void of leadership and and asked mm -hmm. a little bit about uh you know where they're at and, and he kind of said look i mean in the end it's all lip service we got to go out there and prove to people that we're not tanking or punting the season there was a very specific comment made by justin about with von miller being gone that the broncos are still all in on the season we're almost better now for it very specific quote from him on that and that quote was uh, a, a reference to kind of the attitude of the locker over the last locker room over the last couple of years, which is Von Miller saying, this is the way we've done things. Well, guess what, Von? You're the last guy left from the Super Bowl team. Your message isn't necessarily resonating with this defense. There's not a Chris Harrison and a Keeb Tlaib in this locker room. You know, TJ Ward, those people don't exist. And so this new locker room has a new mentality and doing things the way you've always done it wasn't getting it done. So now you get some of those other voices that wanted to do things a little bit differently. Now they're in charge. And that may or may not lead to more wins, but it's definitely going to be different. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a shift there. So the Cowboys offense, so that that's the, the identity of this team. They've improved on the defensive side of the ball, and I have to give credit to Dan Quinn. I think that they, if you watch the games, 
Uh, they certainly look like a more disciplined defense. That's something that they had not been for many years. Well, Dallas's defense was a joke yeah. last year. I mean, it was a joke. Uh, you, you know, I mean, you could score a will on it. I, I forget yeah. the exact number of points they gave up. It was, but it's horrendous. <laughs> Dan Quinn is coming there to revitalize that defense. They play hard. They play fast. They fly to the football. But the big thing about that defense is it tries to turn you over. And with Trayvon Diggs, they do that. If you can stay consistent and not turn the football over, this is the Teddy Bridgewater game. Right? <laughs> of the two quarterbacks Facts. going into this game, the one you'd want is Teddy Bridgewater. The guy who's going to be efficient, nickel and dime you, and, and not turn the football over. If Teddy Bridgewater cannot turn the football over and get them into scoring position and trade field goal for field goal, this team's going to have a chance. This, that's, that's how you beat this defense. It's actually interesting you bring that up. That's, that's exactly where I wanted to go. They're 27th in yards per play. Over six yards per play they give up. You can move the ball mm-hmm. against the Dallas Cowboys. You watch these games. Teams move the ball at will, <laughs> but they, they have 14 takeaways on the season. They're third in the league in takeaways. No, no, so no, that, no. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Let, let, let me pause the man. Let me pause the man. Let me pause them right quick. That's why that stat line can be so misguiding, right? You know, uh, my thing is when, you, when you're leading, when you're up, the problem is, is that when you do all of those things, this is the situation. We are up. We are winning. We are leading. Teams can't continue to run the ball. We are then doing what they're saying that, we, that they should start off with. We keeping them and keeping everything underneath. We playing overs. We giving them the underneath. Because when you think about it, the fifth rank passing offense was the quote unquote Minnesota Vikings last week, right? If you want to go by numbers, what have you. But on third downs, they was one for 13. We didn't get the turnovers that we really wanted. Of course, we didn't get that. But they was one for 13, meaning that this defense make the necessary adjustments when needed. It's not that we play just to get turnovers. If you pay attention to the game, Cowboy Nation, just pay attention to what we do. We create pressure. Yes, it's not a godly number as it relates to sack totals. Yeah, we're ranked 27, 28 in sacks. But like I said, would you rather have the Minnesota Vikings defense or the Dallas Cowboys defense? I can't make this up, but I love listening in from the opposing team. I love what I do this because I get a beat in of how they think, right? Cowboys, you watch these games. Teams move the ball at will, but they have 14 takeaways on the season. They are third in the league in takeaways. So that you are 100% right. That's basically it's basically their whole motto is that what we're going to do is we're just going to we're going to bait you into the takeaway. We're going to get the takeaway with Trevon Diggs or whatever. Right. And and they don't even get a lot of sacks. It's, it's, so there's there's not really a lot of other things in the defense. Like I said, they're better than they were for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But they're also a bad red zone defense. Mm-hmm. They're they're one of the last teams in the league that are at red zone. They almost seventy percent conversion rate in the red zone. So I'm just saying you're spot on with your analysis there. If you watch these games, you watch this team. Teams move the ball against them. They just make the mistake of getting behind because that offense is so prolific, and then they have to start throwing the ball a ton. You That's cannot good. abandon the run, and then on offense you're going to have to use cur- uh, curls, comebacks, back shoulder, switch verticals. 
uh, to set things up. You're not going to be able to dump down to the running back all game. It's not going to get it done. So you're going to have to use the back shoulder fade quite a bit against cover three, which is what they mostly run. You're going to have to use yeah. that back shoulder fade in order to be able to make sure, uh, and, and the comebacks, in order to make sure that, uh, that you're able to move the ball against them. Those are not necessarily things Teddy's comfortable doing. Uh, there's some in-breaking route stuff you should be using, but Teddy doesn't throw in-breaking routes. He throws out-breaking routes. So, you know, I, I think uh, I think you're going to have to be careful, and you're going to have to get enough protection out of your offensive line to get the deep over because th- those are the soft spots in that cover three that you're going to be able to get. Be able- yeah, the cover three, that deep over, is, is when we when we look at everything, Cowboy Nation, the problem is, is when he talked about um, – let me see if I got it right here. Really appreciate you guys for jumping in and tuning in. Um <clears throat> When he talking about back shoulder fades or what have you, and he's talking about, okay, he's going to have to do – and Teddy, I think he throws a good shoulder fade ball. But it's all dependent on, too, when you shoulder fade, especially in the middle of the field, don't let that safety know that you're trying to do that, right? Shoulder fades are mostly, mostly – designed for when you're in the red zone or close to the score and, and, and that's just you in the sideline. But if you throw in the shoulder fade and if it's not there, if you don't have a lot of good air under the ball, that safety is going to pick it off. And we've, we've seen it, last game, first play, like first few series, I think it was the first drive. They fooled around and caught my guy on an island, uh, J. Ron Curse, who's not having the best coverage ability because it's hard for him. I think he's flipping up the hips and turning around and chasing, trying to spot the ball is his, is, is his weakness. But outside of that, when we look at cover three, if he's going to try to run a lot of hooks, button hooks, comeback routes, oh, my goodness. This guy, Anthony Brown, and also Trayvon Diggs, I think that he, he will play this weekend. It's going to pick this thing off, baby. Because I believe those are their strong suits, has the coverage ability. Verts, fades, like your deep nines or what have you, your, your stick routes, uh, your, your sevens. I get it. You know, sometimes sometimes they get us on those plays. But those little hooks, the little shallows, shoot. I can't wait. Oh, my goodness, I cannot wait because those are the things that we flourish at. Those are the things that we we really win at. Go go back and look at Anthony Brown's pick six. Let me know what type of ball he was trying to throw his way. Just look at mm, a few of Trayvon Diggs' routes as it relates to, to the ones that he picked off. Let me know which route that they was trying to run. <laughs> and I do love the comeback or those hitches because – he is Trayvon is, is go back and watch sound on the sidelines. He got a good feel. And when he get it, when he get that good feel of the receiver of what they're trying to do, he phases right in, especially because he's such a physical guy. He's going to pick it off. But listen to more of these guys, man. They're pretty good. I like their analytical uh, mindset. Though. And so that brings the next point up is it's going to be Calvin Anderson there at left tackle. What are your concerns there? I don't, I'm not too concerned. Calvin Anderson played well in relief of Garrett Bowles every time we've seen him out there. He's not Garrett Bowles, but he's played well. Uh, he hasn't been a liability. I'm more concerned with the right side of the line, Graham Glasgow and Bobby Massey, who have been a liability all year. Um, on the flip side of that, Teddy Bridgewater has, uh, according to NFL's Next Gen Stats, 2.91 seconds time to throw on average. That would place him in the the, the longest time to throws in the NFL, among the wow. top six longest time to throws, uh, which means he's getting plenty of protection. So, 
we're going to have to figure out how to get the ball out of Teddy's hands quicker, but also <laughs> slow him down through progressions. He goes through progressions too quickly, but then he winds up at that last progression and stares it down. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to let that first one develop just a tick longer before you get to that second and then that third uh, in order to make things work out. I think if Teddy can do that, he can be a better quarterback, and I think if he can do that, he can win this football game. So, And, and remarkably, and, and again, people might even snicker at the whole win this football by game, but, but remarkably, if they play within themselves – they absolutely could stay in this game and make it a fourth quarter game. And then you never really know. Mm-hmm. So it, this isn't David and Goliath because I don't even think the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFC, but this is a, a team, maybe even the best team they've seen all season. And it's going to be on the road. It's going to be a, a really tough one that they're going to have to kind of be dialed in for the whole thing. And, and they're probably not going to be able to win it ugly. Like they were able to, get to win against Washington. They're going to have to play clean football. They're going to have to play smart football, but again, don't get down too much in this one that's been one of the problems in the games they lost they get down by multiple scores and then they kind of have to get outside of themselves they have to start doing things that are just not comfortable for the offense and then the defense has got too much pressure on it and the defense can't come up with anything so if you get a turnover the defense give your offense maybe some extra possessions that would help a lot but in the end i think the biggest thing here is be efficient you said it, Teddy Bridgewater, you can't turn the ball over. And you got to play this one by the math. Yeah. You can't you can't wildly decide to go for it on fourth down. You got to keep it a one possession game. If kicking it does that, you you keep kicking it. Like you've got to play this one smart and by the math. Dallas is going to play it smart and by the math. So and the and they frankly got a more talented roster right now. That's what it looks like. All right, there you go. Oh, oh my goodness, man. I wanted to tell him so bad to lead for it. <laughs> Oh my God! And they didn't—they didn't give out the uh, score predictions, man. Oh my goodness! Uh, go check out their YouTube page. The link is in the description box now, uh, so you can watch the full episode without me pausing and rewinding. Um, we gonna get a turnover this game. We're gonna get one. Uh, Teddy—he is a guy that's is very, 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 very cautious of where he throw the ball, right? Um, the the running back. He have not been um as as bad as he was in the past with fumbles, but he do like to play basketball with the football. We like dog. This is not basketball. He like to dribble, <laughs> so there would be a fumble or an interception, and I'm gonna be yelling like yeah yeah you know, and um that's that's what we do. We average, I'm going to go back to this chart again. really appreciate those boys. Y'all, y'all be sure to check out their page. If you somehow be a Broncos fan and you're watching today. And, and, and shout, let me, give, let me do, do this. <laughs> Salute to all of the Broncos fans. They, they are humble uh, all this week. This is the first week I had to make sure I refresh my page and told I told my moderators, please, 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 be, let's not you know kick everybody out. But all this week, I have not seen a Broncos fan talking noise. Yeah, you know, all this week, um, all this week. Oh, so he just reported. Shout out to you, C. Nick. Dak just said that Collins playing left tackle. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Well, let me see what it was going on with this one. You know, that should be uh, breaking news almost. You know, wh- where you got it from, Nick? You know, somebody tweet me that link on that one. You know, uh, ladies. 
Returning Prescott uh, reveals that if what he learned from sitting out. Okay, and that's Mike uh, Mike Fisher. Be sure to check him out. Somebody tweet me that uh, quote there or where you got it from. I trust, but I got to verify, you know, where, where's reported? Who reported it? You know, so, so they ain't moving still. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen White, yeah, Vikings are wrong. You know, I'm sitting here like, I, I, he was all week. Vikings going to beat the you-know-what out of the Cowboys, you know. <laughs> oh, Clarence reported. Okay, let's, let's check out Clarence and them. Yeah, yeah, Clarence. Let's see. All right, all right. Cowboys said, you know, that's Lorraine Dakota Prescott. Yeah, that ankle look pretty good. Y- y- y'all crucified me last week, you know. That ankle look good, man. Uh, it was right leg, right leg right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he moving pretty good. Uh, or calf, I meant to say. Calf looking pretty good. Even, even in the still photo, right? <laughs> All right, so, um, yes, do you think CD plays? Yes, so CD is playing. Uh, Cowboys, Dak Prescott said, okay. Appreciate you, Nick. You're a real one, man. Cowboys, quarterback, Dak Prescott said, Terrence Steele is playing left tackle, and Lyle is playing right tackle on Sunday. Hey, he just nipped that in the bud. You know, like this dude is playing left tackle. And Lyell is playing right tackle. So, and then, and then Cole, appreciate you, man. You're a real one, man. <laughs> You're a real one, Cole. Appreciate you. I'm going to retweet yours. I'm going to see what the quotes are all about. Yeah. Uh, let the fun begin. That's from my guy, Jay Tuck. Uh, this makes the most sense to me. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to the staff and making the best decision they've earned so far. This is from TJ. Shout out to TJ. Uh, all right, man. This this is some good news. This is like breaking news. Oh, oh, oh let, let me get another little sound to it. You know, this is like one of those. What if I told you that Terry Steele is still on the field, but he's going to be at left tackle? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, here we go. Glad that Leo is back out there. Uh, and here, here's the most valuable thing, and this is from my guy Scott Walker, uh, still from A to Z Sports, Dallas Media. Uh, here's the thing, Cowboy Nation, and hear me out. Hear me out. Tony Romo used to say this. When they had Doug Free at left tackle, and they had at the time Tyron Smith, the young Tyron Smith, at right tackle, Tony literally got beat down all that year. And then during the offseason, he said, Hey, <laughs> can we just make this adjustment? Can you move Tyron Smith to the left side? Doug Free, can he go to the right side? Because I can see the I can see the pressure coming. I'm right-handed. I can feel. I can feel when he get beat. So I can slide around the pocket. I can maneuver. It's the blind sacks that get me. Right? So I'm not saying that Terrence Steele is better than Lyell. But I do know from a feat aspect from my natural eyes from what we can see that that Terrence still is moving around he got those long extensions 
long arms, you know, like the Hollison. You know, I said, God, dog. And uh, when the OC was breaking down the film the other day, and he was giving the actual verbiage to everything, the vernacular, I was saying, yeah, now that makes plenty of sense. Absolutely. So uh, shout out to Jay Buck. He says, Terrence, man of steel, you know. <laughs> Collins need to be at right tackle. This is from Gallup. Yeah. So that's Collins' position. Like uh, my, my guy Vaj Lombardi said, we've seen him play at elite level at right tackle, right? We don't know what he looks like at left tackle. We don't know what he looks like since he's been gone from left guard. Now, naturally, Lyle Collins came out and said, naturally, he is a guard. You know, naturally, he had to learn to play tackle. <sighs> uh, so, so you guys get what I'm saying, right? And boy, we gave Terrence still a, a, a hard time, Cowboy Nation. So this is my last apology, and I'm not going to say it again. I apologize. Well, I might have to say it again, but I apologize to Terrence Steele. Right? We would call him Steel Reserve, Terrence Aluminum, you know. Yeah, 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 J. Bug, you know, and, and, if you've been a Terrence Steele guy from day one, put D1 in the chat. Ever <laughs> see how many people just going to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, we all apologize. We all apologize. Um, and, and, and we were angry, but that w those were some necessary growing pains. I mean, you don't come out of the – well, he was undrafted, by the way. And what we got to do is we got to give praises to the coaching staff making the necessary adjustments. We all apologize. You know, it is impossible, impossible for us to, um, as fans, it's impossible for us to know everything. But we go off of the emotions, right? I, I tell people all the time, Jerry Jones bought the team financially. We bought into this thing emotionally. And of course, there are some um, some financial ties to it, but technically, we emotionally bought in, right? Uh, Ninety four is uh, three hurries. Yeah, appreciate you, uh, D one. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you D boys just win, yeah, y'all y'all must be cousins to Terrence. <laughs> Day one, Terrence still fans. Well, y'all went to Texas Tech, you know. Shout out to the shout out to the guy. Because just like I'm talking right now, we're gonna revisit this conversation next year with Tyler Biotish. I know a lot of people ready to kick Tyler Biotish off the bridge. And say, hey, insert Connor McGovern, right? But it takes time for these guys to develop and keep in mind the center position. One of the hardest positions to learn in the National Football League. It's harder than all of those guys' positions. They got to call out the blitz, blitz, line, slide, protection. They got to make sure that they understand the play that the quarterback is trying to <laughs> to execute. And the center touches the ball 100% of the time. Right? QBOs is day zero 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 nine nine nine. Bench Connor Williams and plug in McGovern. 
All right, so I love doing this, right? Let's go, Connor. We got a lot of you got a long way to go on this show, Cowboy Nation. I got a lot of other things, so let me know if you guys are okay. I've seen some people say they got to break away and go to work. Uh, be sure to a break away and go to work. I don't want you to get fired or what have you. All right, so Connor Williams, this is his best season yet. Now the big boo boo, the egg on the face is are these ten penalties right here? They are uncalled for. I get it, you know, but he only allowed one sack. One sack and uh, his overall is 76.5. This is his best season ever. Cowboys can't shake this man off even if they wanted to at this point. You can't kick the man while he's up, right? They say kick him at least while he's down. They say don't kick him while he's down. I guess that also translates don't kick him while he's up. He's up. He's down on penalties. And a, and a piece of this penalties, and I'm not saying that he's he's Hall of Fame, he's Gold Jacket Williams. I'm not saying that. But a piece of these 10 penalties, come on, we the Cowboys, baby. You know, <laughs> we are the Cowboys, you know, and, and they're going to call those things. And I know it's crash for me to say that because I know I can see somebody right now saying, nah, law, you can't use that. But you know how to, you know how the fishing out do, right? Y'all know how the fishing out do. Uh-oh. I talked talk too soon. They done took my... My deal away. Uh, I'm back, though. I'm back, though. But y'all know how the aficionados do. Just, just look at that beautiful logo there. Yeah, Law Nation. Appreciate y'all. Y'all know how the aficionados do. Look, they even messed up this program when I pull them up. You know, that's just how it is. All right, let me see if I can get them up off the screen. Get off the screen, man. Let me find it right quick. Y'all bear with me. <laughs> Where you at? Come on. Get off the screen, man. Doggone fishing out. See, when you pull up those guys, they, they, they wrecked everything. They wreck everything. I promise you. This is what they do in real life. Yeah. Get off the screen. Where, where we at? Get off the screen. <laughs> Yo, but y'all get what I'm saying, right? That's all offensively and what you need. Well, I think the biggest thing is um, when you we break down an uncommon opponent. Is you know the personnel. I mean, this is a very athletic, um, you know, perimeter group. You know, big targets, a lot of contested catch catches. You know, minds you a little bit of the Chargers. You know, as far as the, their makeup. Uh, you know, Pat Shermer's a, someone that's done it for a long time. So there's you know <laughs> concepts that that kind of travel with him. Uh, but it's a it's an offense that has ability to be explosive. You know, Teddy's uh, doing a really good job of completing the football. I mean, I think, I think he's right at seventy percent. So. Uh, two really good running backs, so it's a, it's a, it'll be a challenge. Would Dak take any 11-on-11 work? Yeah, Dak will practice today. Yep, team periods. Does that, can we safely assume he'll for sure play, barring some kind of setback? Uh, I hope the plan is for him to practice and play. What about Amari today? Will he be limited again? Or I'll put him in, in, in a limited, just you know, get him out there and go through the individual and, and see how that goes. I think that DeMarcus where I mean, not DeMarcus where Lord. DeMarcus Lawrence uh, probably play after Thanksgiving. Uh, did CD have an ankle that popped in practice? Or yes, he yeah, had an ankle sprain, uh, so he'll be limited today. Mike from the game. No, practice, you say. Yeah, yeah. Mike, with 
I'm sorry, with Tyron's injuries, is something that you guys feel like at this point just rest will hopefully calm it down? I mean, rest is part of it. Um, you know, I you know I think he'll definitely be you know challenged this week. You know, um, but you know once we get past this, I, I'm not looking at this as a, a long-term injury at all. I'm not asking you to give too much away, but just what did the combinations look like yesterday? Mm-hmm. However, y'all decided to looks that. good. Uh, guys practice well, so um, I, I think that you know the, the ability to get through the different position capabilities of. What you know, what what's ahead of us? But yeah, I thought I thought the line work was good. We didn't do a whole lot. We were only out there for three team periods, just to actually two team periods and a seven on seven. So we'll do the full slate today, and this will give us a lot stronger indication where we are. Since this, like you say with Tyron, since this, you don't envision it being a long-term thing. Does that impact? How does that impact your decision on how you handle it? I mean, is it different handling it for one week versus? Uh, yeah, good thought, coach. but it didn't. I mean, we're you know we we looked at you know the individuals that really where their reps were. You know, you know how LC was repped in training camp and how the you know the other linemen were repped in training camp. So this is more about you know the investment in footwork based off left side versus right side. Mike, for a long time it seemed like the Cowboys couldn't establish any kind of home field advantage, but. Clearly more explosive, and you're undefeated at home. What are the factors that have created that? Well, um, a number of things. It's it's an incredible environment. Obviously, our, our players are extremely comfortable there, and the way you should be with your home field advantage. But it's it's definitely an emphasis. Uh, you know, it's something that we did not accomplish last year, uh, so that was duly noted. Uh, in training camp, so we're off to a really good start. You know, we had the three-game sweep earlier. We got a two-game homestand here, so uh, it's definitely a focal point. I mean, the old, you know, the old saying in, in the NFL, you know, win all your home games, split on the road. It's obviously a pretty favorable position to be when tourna- tournament time comes around. So um, we talk about it. Um, you know, the, the week of the home game, we emphasize it. So uh, we're looking for great crowds. Noon games are. Always fun. I think players and coaches really enjoy the noon games because you get up and get going, and and then you you know get the victory and you have time with your family. So yeah, um, you know I lo- love the environment. The you know the, the first three games starting off with you know the Philadelphia game, the Monday night environment was incredible. So uh, nothing like AT and T Stadium. Um, you come from Green Bay. It's heard that that home field advantage is legendary. The, the crowd, Lambeau. I know in your visits to Dallas before and what you've seen this year, how would you compare the environment and, and the home field advantage with the Cowboys crowd at AT&T State? We're the best. Well, I'll say this. Um, play, playing at AT&T, you know, you don't see as many of the visiting fans that you, you may see in other stadiums, you know, um, you know, so far. So that's, I mean, you want you want to accomplish that. You want to, you want to keep that going. Uh, that's a bigger challenge because of the size of the stadium, um, you know. But on the flip side, of it, the way our, our way our fans travel on the road is extremely impressive. So, uh, you know, you love the white flags going, and you know the, the great environment. Obviously, I know when you do play. Uh, from another, you know, from another opposing, whether it's Green Bay, people love coming to Dallas. I mean, that's that's part of the challenge. Uh, it's part of the challenge that you get uh, from the opposition. People, you know, the, the, the teams love love to come here and play. I mean, so it's it's all part of having that target on you, and definitely, we, you know, with our record and you know what we've done to this point. So, I mean, we we acknowledge all those things. That's all part of the competition. All right, so that's Mike McCarthy uh, interview from earlier today. Um, and, and it seems as if, though, you know, his, his coaching philosophy is definitely not the way he sounds when he talk or speak. 
be, you know, he, he he's always on point with things on the field, but his coaching philosophy, uh, as far as uh, speaking at the podium, is a different one, uh, Cowboy Nation. So uh, even for press for time, I, I can't play the entire interview because I didn't know it was that long. It was like they talked to this man for like an hour or so. But uh, be sure to go to go to their uh, YouTube page and, and check that out. Uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Um, <clears throat> let's see what we got as far as this. Bear with me for a few seconds. Let's let's look into uh, some of this uh, practice right quick. You know, uh, we, we looked pretty good today, and I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. All right, so that's Rain Dakota Prescott, you know. That's Rain Dakota Prescott. He was at practice today with a great big smile on his face. And this CD lamp working the chords. Hey, on top of that, like what Coach said, he will be playing this weekend. If not, he probably accumulated two or three more fines from here, right? <laughs> They're probably finding CD Lamb right now just because he got a sweater on under those, you know, got the, got the shoulder pads and the pads on. They, they probably finding him for, for that sweater, right? You know, this is how it goes, but... Uh, I can see uh, right here is where that ankle is taped right there. Yeah, so that's just what it goes from here. We see Parsons working that sledge, man, disengaging. Got his hands into the inside, you know, moving that thing out of the way. I can't wait. I can't wait to see this guy eat again this year. And that's good old LVE. In honor of LVE. How y'all feel about LVE this year? Huh? How y'all feel? I don't know who this kid is right here. Stick City, Micah, and as well as LVE. Those two boys right there. He got another interception, baby. <laughs> That's good old Trayvon Diggs. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? I can't wait to see. He took a, he took a week off far as his interception streak, right? So let, I can't wait to see good old Diggs this weekend. And if they are trying to do the passing plays, that their analysis and those analysts said, I can't wait, Cowboy Nation. Look how he knows the ball. That's how you're supposed to greet the ball. Don't allow the ball to hit your frame, your chest. Knows the ball. Greet the ball. Don't let the ball come to you. Take the ball away. And that's what we're seeing right there. You know what I'm saying, Cowboy Nation? That's exactly what we're seeing right there uh, with all of that. And these are boys. These are all boys. Come on, Cowboy Nation. Turn me up. Let's listen to this right here. Cowboys experience. I can't wait to see y'all out there. Come on out. Support the nation. A Cowboys experience. 
to get access to tickets and more information for the nation. Call this number. 1-8-1-7-8-8-8-1-7-2-6. I'ma put it in the comment box. Yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. Turn me up. For the bag and that's worth more to me I mix Nike with designer I experiment yeah. You just rock what's on the shelf so think what? Shout out to you Rex for the one, but baby girl, it's nothing real as this. Can't trust a soul I keep a hammer Call it too legit yeah. I've been really in the field Let's go Cowboy Nation Really appreciate y'all How y'all like about that, you know, Cowboys experience? Y'all should see me. I'm just over here. I'm crunk. When we mentioned, oh, boy, I always got me a shovel, baby. Hey. Come on. Yeah. Diggs going to get him one this weekend. Yeah. Let's go, Diggs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all be sure to hit that like button. Share this content. Can't wait, can't wait to see y'all out there at Cowboys Experience between 2 and 4 at the Toyota Music Factory. Be there, don't meet us there, beat us there. And I can't wait to see y'all there this weekend. Uh, DC, what's good with you? Trayvon Diggs will get a pick this weekend. Gina says, yeah, he will get a pick. Yeah. All right, so y'all know toward the latter part of the show. Do y'all want me? To slap some folks or y'all want to go? You know, y'all let me know. Y'all want me to slap some folks, man, because I, I got some queued up because I know those boys over there are ready for it. Uh, you know what? I left out. Oh, my goodness. I left out a whole segment. Don't y'all leave before the benediction. I, I got a whole nother segment before I get to the people that, that we can slap up. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe. Let, let's listen in. Let's be nosy a little bit on our boys out about he thinks that uh that they're going to move steel to left tackle Ooh, and have lc at right tackle yeah i'm fine with it either way i guess i kind i mean i guess you could play him there and then move him right back when yeah. tyron smith is healthy because i just feel like they like steel enough that i think he's their right tackle yeah i kind of thought, thought the same thing maybe he had graduated beyond swing tackle yeah maybe not maybe they just feel that lc can't play left tackle Maybe yeah. they, they worry about foot quickness or, you know, a lot of things going on over there. So, I don't know. I, me personally, I think having steel next to Martin does him a whole lot of good. You know, kind of whims over there struggling. You know, if you put in, And if Steele all of a sudden has a little bit of a bad run, we'll get into about the Broncos because they don't really rush the passer all that great. I mean, they're struggling right now. The games mm. I watched, I felt like that it was kind of a struggle for them to, to really generate – some pass rush. I mean, you know, with, with Chubb on the IR for them and them getting rid of Von Miller, be interesting. I think their best players, by the way, on defense happen to be, well, the best defensive linemen happen to be there. Like, they play, when you watch them play, they play with two down linemen and then right. they stand everybody else up. Oh, that's so, fun. So you got, like, a guy like Shelby Harris. He's Who's number 96. Good? He's a guy that is more of a a big, powerful type of a guy. 
this could be a guy that they put over the top of, of say, Connor Williams and say, okay, go to, go to town on him. That way, him, Biotish, those guys. I would, but they, but Appreciate like they you, tend Chris. to stand everybody else up and then kind of, uh, and then work from that. I think in the secondary, I think in the secondary, it was interesting because I was watching the last game that they played against the football team and Ronald Darby, this Bryce Callahan, mm. who they got from the Bears, he's out. They put him on IR. And I was wondering why Ronald Darby was playing, uh, was playing corner. Well, they had him on the field instead of Kyle Fuller on the field. And so Patrick Sertan is going to play the left cornerback. So he stays kind of in that spot over on the on – the, so that would be the offense's right. So Sertan – Sac City, LOL. Appreciate you, Chris. And that's right on the money. Really appreciate you. Don't you guys remember Ronald Darby? If y'all remember Ronald Darby, let me know. Let me know. <laughs> hey, I was pulling the club. I was pulling the club, the, the, the plug on to get on this show, and then I realized, oh, I got two more segments. Uh, <laughs> somebody said, no, no, we about to leave. No, no, y'all, y'all stay tight then. <laughs> Shout out to those who stay for the benediction. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but do y'all remember Ronald Darby? You know, uh, oh, my goodness, Thomas A. Garrett Jr., he said he remember. <laughs> who else remembered him? You know, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he did in college. He was primarily yes. the left corner, so they leave him over there on that side. And then Shout Ronald to you, Bishop. Darby's on the other side. Well, they've kind of – Ronald Darby – these teams, when I was watching them play the last couple of games, they've kind of figured out about throw the ball at Ronald Darby. And we yeah. all remember Ronald Darby from uh, his days, uh, you know, in the division here. Uh, you know, the teams attacking him. Kyle Fuller, I, I, th- I man, they are really down on Kyle Fuller for why. him not to be a part yeah. of what they're doing. But, but like I said, with Callahan out, Darby, they've got Maybe. a ball hawk, ball hawk, though, at safety that Justin Simmons. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, you can't overthrow the ball. I mean, he's going to be in position. He's going to make tackles. He's going to be a physical player. Um, I I feel like that that you know with him, Sertan, those are your two best in the secondary. And then I mentioned. Oh yeah, uh, you're gonna be at the Walk-Ons event. I really appreciate you, uh, Thomas A. Garrett. Man, I hope uh, you get a chance to win that signed football by Dak Prescott. Uh, we'll be at Dak Prescott Restaurant tomorrow, Friday at 7:30 p.m. Come on out there, enjoy yourself, walk-ons, Dak Prescott Restaurant. Of course, he's in partnership with Drew Brees. So y'all come on out to the event. We're giving away a uh, signed autograph Dak Prescott ball. That will be tomorrow on, uh, at walk-on. So don't meet me there, beat me there. And then uh, also, I believe the fellas there will be giving away uh, uh, some more other things. And the same crew that's on the walk-ons will be at the Cowboys Experience event. So there's two days back-to-back uh, that you guys can come out and, and have a we – don't, we don't have a good time. No, we don't have a good time. We have a great time. Yeah, with Drew Brees. Y'all remember, y'all remember Drew Brees, uh, uh, the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Walk-Ons is originally uh, from New Orleans or, or Louisiana, and Dak Prescott is from Louisiana, and Drew Brees played in um, – in, in Louisiana for all of those years, and they joined together, you know, 
That's how the rich get richer or the wealthier get wealthier, you know. <laughs> and Drew Brees, by him being from Texas, hey, he knows this area pretty well. So that's why. The walk-ons at the colony, at the colony, we'll be there at that particular walk-ons. So don't meet us there, beat us there. You want to get good seats, get there around 7 o'clock-ish, you know, because we'll be there around 7.30, but we'll be there before that because we got to set up. But you guys get what I'm saying. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's listen to more of what they had to say. Johnny Bones. Hey, Johnny Bones. <laughs> Johnny. This is the best coverage of the Cowboys on YouTube. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, boom, 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 boom. I, I thought bones when I saw it, but Johnny Bone, what's good? Also, though, with uh, with what's going on with Shelby Harris at defensive tackle, Baron Browning is our guy. He was drafted in the third round from Ohio State as a linebacker that they used. Mm. It's kind of trying to kind of feel his way. So I could see why teams are, you know, the football team really didn't move the ball as well as they should have against this Bronco defense. I when watching the Cleveland game. Cleveland ran the football really well, and I wouldn't be surprised if the, that the Cowboys tried the same thing. Uh, I, I know throwing the football with Dak is always a great thing, but I think they'll be—I think they'll be able to be balanced. I really do. Like, I think this, they'll, they could get to wherever they want to go. They want to run the ball. I think they'll be fine. I think if they want to throw the ball, they'll be fine. I just don't see the pass rush from this uh, Bronco team that we've seen from them in the past. I'm calling this the Kenny Young revenge game. Kenny Young was the linebacker that played for the Rams that was incredibly dirty in the practice against the Cowboys, and he's been traded to the Broncos. Uh-huh. So Kenny mm. Young is now a Bronco. Oh. He was taking cheap shots at Tony Pollard. So this is Ooh. the uh, revenge oh. game. Tony goes for a buck twenty. You can look at the watermelon smashing at home this week. Just show him film of that. Yep, yeah. show him the Kenny Young tape. I just I, yeah. fired I, up. I feel like they, with no. Dak Prescott at quarterback, we'll see what happens at the tackle spot for sure. But I think they'll have a good game plan. I think they'll be able to run it. Like I said, I think throwing the football will be just fine too. Because I didn't see Sertan traveling. You know, they kind of left him there at that left quarterback. Uh, now maybe they maybe they'll figure out that like, oh, we have to travel him with right. somebody. I mean, who pick who you want? But I mean. It's going to be a problem. They, they don't match up well enough uh, any other way, so moving the ball will be fine. If we flip it over to the offensive side, you know, they've got a couple of impressive receivers. Jerry Judy, though, hasn't in the games that I watched, hasn't been as pre- impressive as Cortland Sutton, Sutton has been. You know, mm. I think Cortland Sutton, when you watch him play, I mean, I mean they, they Teddy, Pony up. Teddy, uh, Teddy Bridgewater tends to find him down the field, mm. sidelines, comebacks, boy. hooks, slants, all these things. I think Judy's a good player, but man, when he's he, been hurt all year. Yeah, he's, he's been, only played two games. Yeah, but when he mm. the games I watched, like I say, he's trying to come back, but to me the primary if I'm going to walk somebody with a receiver, digs on I'm Sutton. walking with Sutton. Is who yeah. I'm going to walk with on this yeah. one and I'm going to hope that and uh, that Anthony Brown and and others can can maintain uh, you know, with with covering Jerry uh, Jerry Judy, offensive line it's a mess right now. They they're having some problems. Uh, Garrett Bowles, their left tackle is not going to play this week, and so they've been using Bobby Massey. Uh, he's uh, he's number seventy. Bobby? I, he, he's been a Bobby. guy that's been kind of been kind of subbing in uh, for Appreciate this uh, you, offensive line. I, I don't think it's a very good offensive line. I don't think they protect particularly well. There's a lot of times where if Bridgewater wants to flush, 
it's going to be to his right side. He doesn't want nothing to do with throwing to his left. It's because he got a little tiny arm. Well, it's it's <laughs> like I say, it's just it's easier for him to get more on the ball. Right, get a little. It's hand. a lot easier for him to kind of to get a lot on that on that football. So, I, I if you on, on that if you're the left end for the Cowboys, left outside linebacker stuff like that, kind of be Let mindful. The, uh, speak. Diggs will have three picks, at least two for pick six. Is this not why you're here? Now, Uncle Dave, if Diggs get three pick six or three picks, I meant to say three pick six, boy, he that I, I'll go buy him a gold jacket. <laughs> I'll go say, hey, man, I don't care what y'all say. If this dude get three pick sixes, man, I'm going to buy him a gold jacket. You know, I'm going to find him a Hall of Fame to put him in. But uh, if he get three picks, I mean, good grief! You know that that would be like I'm. A, I'm a personally, if Diggs look, I'm. A, I'm personally going to the pro shop. If Diggs get those three picks, I'm personally getting in my car, driving down there to the pro shop, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna buy you a um, a jersey, a Trayvon Diggs jersey. I'm talking about authentic. Trayvon Diggs jersey. I ain't talking about nothing that you go find somewhere. I'm going to this pro shop. I'm going to walk around. I'm looking. I'm strolling. I'm going to turn to my right. Yup, yup. Turn, turn, turn all the way to my right. And, and I'm walking now. Move out, move out the way, pole. Get out the way, pole. Move out the way. Yeah, get out the way, rack. And I'm looking for a Diggs jersey for you. If that happened, if he get three of them, not one, not two, but three, even if he get, matter of fact, I will settle. If he get an interception and then the other one is a pick six, I'm going to do that for you, just for you, for speaking it into existence. I'm, I'm looking for a Diggs jersey, by the way. <laughs> it's somewhere around here. Y'all, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Look, look, should I grab that? Nah, nah. It's getting cold, though. Shout out to Cowboys. You know, you know, you know. Let's go. Let's go. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Mm, I'm looking for it. Okay, there's a Parsons. Um, where's my Diggs jersey? I'm gonna have to special order that one, Dan. I don't see a Diggs. I'm looking everywhere for a Diggs. Yeah, but that Parson look hard, you know. All right, let me see Ezekiel, Elijah, Elliot. Yeah, man, them Diggs jerseys. Man, it's hard to find those boys. They they, they done picked up. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Of if there's going to be a flush situation from Randy on the backside, that ball's likely going to be coming to you. So you got to be ready over on that side of the field. Uh, they got Albert O back uh, as their uh, tight end. Like Missouri I, stand up. The Missouri, the Missouri guy, yeah. But Noah Fan, I think, is on the COVID list. You know, when he plays, there that's a, that's Boy, two good. really kind of big tight ends there that make plays down the field. Mm. Uh, Melvin Gordon is their primary back, but they uh, uh, Javante Williams, they who the second round pick from North Carolina. That's a downhill, that's a physical, that's a catch the ball in the flat, that's a run over you type of a guy there. So they'll, they'll go with Melvin Gordon. They like to throw the ball to him in the flat. Uh, they like to hand the ball to Williams because they think he's really, really tough. I don't know if they could get enough, uh, if they can sustain blocks well enough up front to really make that happen. So if the Cowboys, it's going to be about the front seven to be physical, to handle Gordon, to handle Williams, 
And then again, be careful of Teddy Bridgewater moving around in the pocket there again, especially to the right side, and have to get a body on on. Uh, the AI We're going speak. to the Super Bowl, baby. I am so excited for our team. Fire, fire, star, star, celebratory hands in the air, celebratory hands in the air. Football, football, trophy, 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 trophy. Uh, I want me some glory, ho. No doubt, Sally. <laughs> Appreciate you so much for your donation there. You even brought Jerry Jones out. You know, this is Sparta! But you know what? This is the thing. This is the thing. When, when the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl, I don't think I can compose myself. There will be tears, literally tears. Law will be crying over here. And my goodness, uh, Sally, I will remember this day. And uh, we definitely going to get that. Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl. I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't y'all hate on my lady Sally over there. On Sutton, I think he's a, a really, really uh, a, a good, young, and up-and-coming player for the Broncos. They've been investing there at that receiver position, haven't they? They have. And, they have, and they'll throw the ball every once in a while to this, this Kendall Hinton, Hinton. And he was the guy that played quarterback. Great quarterback. He quarterback. Had a great outing. Yeah, he was he was a he was a yeah. he's a he was a quarterback at South Carolina, I believe. <laughs> they all got COVID. Oh no, Wake Forest. He was at Wake Forest and right. then he and then he, he transferred to being a wide receiver. He's made a couple of plays in the games that I saw him, but yeah, it, it's it's about really about covering up number fourteen in this game and not allowing him to get going. Yeah. Final verdict. Did it impress you at all? Are they impressive really, or not impressive? I haven't seen the Broncos play a whole hell of a lot, but, I mean, I was not overly impressed with them. I think offensively, like I say, just the receiver. Bridgewater is a serviceable guy. I, I, the two backs are, are pretty good. I don't like the line. Defensively, I don't think they get enough pressure. I think they're going to have to They're going to have to find ways to be creative that way. But what happens when you blitz Prescott, he ends up making big throws. So I think that's a problem. We're thinking Dak's going to play, and it'll be light work if he does. What if Cooper Rush has to play? Are the Broncos better or worse overall than the Vikings? I think that what you're looking at is a very much of a similar type of a team. And I somebody asked me that question last night uh, mm. on a text. I think if Cooper Rush plays, it's going to be very similar to what you have with the Vikings. But I think with Dak Prescott, he could take advantage of this defense. Uh, no doubt, man. And that's the uh, assessment from the mighty Brian Broaddus uh, there. Uh, be sure to check out 105.3 The Fan and uh, check out all of their content uh, there on 105.3 The Fan. And he- here's the situation. He's speaking from an observation analyst's eyes. And this is not him banging on the table saying that we are just better than the Broncos. But those are the facts when you look at the game take mixed in with the analysis of what the stats say. I'm not with the person that say, okay, just surely only look at the stats. No, watch the tape. Matter of fact, don't just watch the broadcast view. Watch the all-22 view. Then you will get a better uh, uh, analysis of what they're trying to do and what they can and can't do. Now, generating pressure, they're not the top of the teams that do that, right? They got rid of one of their better guys, Von Miller. You know, that generates all of that pressure. So uh, now they do have Justin um, Simmons, who, who is a dog. You know, I, I, I always like the way he played, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get down, boy, down. You know, but he's a dog, and, and that's a person that you probably want to shy away with, you know, in the first and second quarter. But you can run at him. 
So those are things from uh, his observation there. This defense that we got is a sneaky one. You know, uh, we, we're not uh, the 2000 Ravens or the 2001 Buccaneers, uh, but but we are uh, a team that's hungry, and we are a team that can find ways to give the ball back to the number one offense, Cowboy Nation. I appreciate everybody that's watching. Now, do y'all want me to snap, slap somebody? Or do y'all want me to take phone calls for a couple of couple of minutes here y'all let me know y'all let me know uh junior says uh two interceptions this game most certainly who 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 who's gonna get the interceptions you know you know we need no no they're getting the proper credit they are they are from whom oh, first of all they're not the 85 bears of the 2000 ravens Look i at, just okay, said that <laughs> uh, this season they're 16th in scoring mm -hmm. 19th in yards mm -hmm. last year they were 28th in scoring and 23rd in yards mm -hmm. so they've improved but they're middle of the pack <laughs> damn Troy's talking about they top five where are they top five in takeaways okay but they're 16th in scoring. Is that good, Skip? No. In points allowed. In points yeah. allowed, yeah. Get him, Skip. He has no scoring, scoring yeah, defense. Right. Is that good? No. Yep. That means they're middle of the pack. They're 19th in yards, which is slightly below middle of the pack. So I, I'm, I'm confused. Mm. Look, teams normally, wherever the money is invested, that's the best side of the ball. That's the dominant side. Offense, they're big money players, all offense. Mm -hmm. Wide receiver, guard, uh, quarterback, running back, oh, left quarterback. tackle. Right tackle. That's where your money is, Skip. So obviously, you would think that side would be the best. That's normally how it works. The Rams. Now, the, the Rams is, is a very unique situation because they got a lot of money invested on defense. Yep. They don't really have no big ticket, no top no top five receiver paid, mm -hmm. top five offensive lineman paid. I don't even Matthew Stafford probably ain't even top ten quarterback paid. Mm. But the offense is... Is, is uh, uh, leads this team. Okay. So, but I'm confused with Troy. I mean, okay, they've beaten the Panthers, they've beaten the Eagles, they've beaten the Giants, they've beaten the Patriots. Mm. No, 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 no. Hold, 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 hold. Before we go any further than where we are at right now, I need for Shay Sharp to do me a huge favor. Stop what you're doing, pump the brakes. Won't you lean forward just a little bit? This going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you, but it's going to hurt me more than you. <laughs> Just stop right there. Because I recall I didn't see or hear these type of excuses when the Patriots dominated in their division for all of those years. They played the Jets twice, excuse me. They played the Menace. No, 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 no. The Miami Dolphins twice, the Bills twice. Nobody brought up the fact that those are the teams that they played for, for the last 20 years, right? And when they was in a dominant run, and of course, you know, of course, you know, uh, Tom Brady went off to the, the Buccaneers, but that was, that's the story of a different day. We can't help who we play. And I recall that the Cowboys were in deep, deep waters when they play against the Chargers, right? That's, that's a surprisingly a good team. Oh, let, let's move the goalposts. When we played the number two defense out of the Eagles, I recall the Cowboys won't be able to do this. They won't be able to do that. And then when we stumped the Eagles and then we said, okay, what's up, Carolina? You know. When we stopped the Carolina, everybody was saying, but before that game, that's number one. That's the number one defense. You can't do this and you can't do that. But now, now, all of a sudden, after we beat them, oh, you see things are not what they're supposed to be and blah, 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 blah. 
they keep continuing to move the goalposts. But it is what it is. You know, it's one of those things where it makes you scratch your head and it makes you think. Oh, no. Now, which one of those offenses that we think is murderous row? None. Mm. They got one quality. They got really what we look at, one quality win. They beat, they beat the Chargers. <laughs> but... <sighs> the Panthers are bottom. Eagles are bottom. We just saw the Giants Monday night. And you gonna take you want you want the Cowboys to give credit for beating the Giants? What? At, at New England, have they not taken shape and taken flight on defense, especially? They beat, they beat the Jets fifty. You know, uh, people like to sleep on the New England Patriots, and Bill Belichick never allowed a quarterback. How many yards he threw? 450-something yards. Dak Prescott against New England Patriots. And I recall, I said right before the game, I, I, I spoke to many of you guys. I spoke to many of you guys. <laughs> hush, hush. Get back, get back, Shay. <laughs> Go to your room. Go to your room. I'll tell you when to come back out. I, I, I told people, I said, after this game, watch how they move the goalposts. Because that same New England Patriots game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they won by margins, right? They won by – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers barely beat the New England Patriots, right? But they praised them. They said, oh, look at Tom Brady. Look at Tutti Fruity. Look at Dude Lulee. You know, they, they gave all of the praises to them. And I said, keep that same energy. 445 uh, from Lake 455. Appreciate you. Peso says four four five, yeah. But now, see, there was a worthy opponent against the Buccaneers. But now, when the Cowboys play up on the road, when the aficionados was hosing us left and right, I mean, CD Lamb is still getting fined from that, you know, from that actual, you know, game. But now they're not a worthy opponent. They beat the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Okay. They did. That was impressive. Yeah, but Skip, I'm impressive. So when we look at them, are we looking at them like the Steelers? Mm -hmm. we, so we said they got the Buffalo. They got the Steelers type of defense. Okay. Or they do that, even the Rams. And the Rams are, I think, 10th. Mm -hmm. So are we saying that? I think they're getting the I think they've gotten the proper credit for a middle of the pack defense. Mm -hmm. They're not top 10. They're not elite. So I don't know where Troy wants us to put them, mm -hmm. considering where their rankings are. Mm -hmm. I hear you about the rankings, and I will reiterate to everyone, 16th in points allowed, 19th in yards allowed. Pro Football Focus grades them as the 18th best defense. So it's all middle, middle, middle right. of the pack, right? And by the way, at the top of the list for Pro Football Focus grades, Bills, Rams, your Broncos coming to Dallas now. Right. Saints, right. who were sensational against Brady. Right. And Vikings, pretty good defense. Mm -hmm. Facts. Okay, get him, so Skip. Troy's point was that, yeah, he gives Cooper Rush high marks for all all of his contribution. Right. It was shocking how right. great he was on Sunday night. Right. But Troy's biggest point was that 
the defense rose and shone at every moment it had to to keep right. them within striking distance, right? right? Yes. Because yeah, we said that on Monday, though. Okay. Hold, 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 let's pause it. Let, let's pause it. Uh, and, and normally we don't do this for Skip Bayless, but let's give a round of applause to Skip Bayless. <laughs> Skill Bayless! Yeah. This is Sparta! I know a slap coming soon for Skip, but here's what I got to tell you guys. Pay attention. Hear me out. Don't shank me with the butter knife, Cowboy Nation. Don't do this, okay? What Troy Aikman said on the previous interview that we did on the previous episode was basically you got to give credit to this particular defense. Why? Because they made the necessary adjustments. We didn't get a lot of turnovers, of course. We, I don't think we got a turnover last game. But I'm telling you guys right now, like my grandfather used to say, may he rest in peace, right now. Forcing the team, let the AI speak right quick. Oh, I forgot the AI didn't speak on this one. But the AI is going to speak on the next one. But for right now, is she going to speak? No, she ain't going to speak. All right, for right now, forcing the team to go one for 13 on third downs, that is not an easy task. Keep in mind the Minnesota Vikings, hear me out, hear me out, fifth rank in passing, meaning that their quarterback, supposed to have been a better quarterback, they had the fourth overall defense. We had our backup quarterback all performing. Right before the game, they were saying that this particular quarterback, the dude, Kirk Cousins, have Hall of Fame type of numbers. And what we did with our defense, who had a better game? Kirk Cousins looked like, I mean, come on, Kirk Cousins looked like he's supposed to be the backup quarterback. Right? Appreciate you, money out of the <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> your name. <laughs> Man, I can't even say that name, fam boy. What's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> money out of the you know what, you know. <laughs> Dog boy, you crazy, man. Y'all one crazy for 13 on third down? One for 13, and that's called situational defense. Yes. Troy's quote was Minnesota's offense, they've been rolling pretty good, putting up a lot of yards and doing a, a lot of really good things. Well, I do agree with that because right here, right now, Minnesota's offense is fifth in overall yards gained, mm -hmm. fifth, fifth, sixth in passing yards, and eighth in rushing yards. Right. So it's it's a top 10-ish offense, right. however you want to put all those right. stats together. Right. It's top 10-ish. Get them, Skip. And it had just, the it, it was actually coming off a bye, so you got that going too mm -hmm. for Minnesota, yeah. but it's previous win and they had won three out of four, was at Carolina. Well, in, in just points allowed, Carolina's the fifth-best defense in pro mm -hmm. football. They Get had em. just – Kirk Cousins' offense had just hung 34 on Carolina at Carolina right. to win that game 34 to 28. Right. So, so think about that. They scored 34 at Carolina – and then they took the ball and went right down the field with the opening kickoff and went up seven to nothing. Right. And then, as I told you on Monday, Cooper Rush predictably threw a big interception. Right. And the defense said, no, we hold and we force you to punt. Right. And Cooper Rush had a strip sack. Mm -hmm. And 
the defense said, no, we force you to punt, Kirk right. Cousins. Right. And then there was a missed early field goal by Zerline. And, and it just it could be a psychological killer for a team on the road right. that's, that's not sure who it is yet. And the defense said, no, we force you to punt, Kirk right. Cousins. One of 13 on third down. This defense is being underrated because it just makes the plays it has to make. And all of a sudden, we, we, we're going to talk about the pro football focus midseason all-pro mm -hmm. team because there's somebody at quarterback on that team that I, I don't know. It's this, I, I don't either. This 44-year-old guy. I, I don't, don't I don't know how he did it. I but, don't either. But he's first team all-pro at midseason. I don't but know But anyway, we're going to discuss that. Okay. Your man, Micah Parsons, you yeah. saw him coming before I did. You said he's the best defensive player in the, the Skip draft. Skip is roasting Dallas, him. I think wanted one of the cornerbacks mm -hmm. and couldn't get him because they got snatched out from under Jerry's nose. Mm -hmm. and, and he just sort of traded back and said, well, we'll take the Penn State kid. Right. He has changed the way my team plays defense. Micah Parsons should have made this team. He did not make the, the first team all-pro midseason team, and I believe he belonged. The problem is... Is he a jack of all trades, master of none? Because right. I think some people think that because he plays like 15 positions. Yes. I, yes. I don't know where he's yes. going to line up next. And I don't love it, <laughs> except all he did on Sunday night at Minnesota was dominate the game with 11 tackles. 11 from heaven, number 11 from heaven. I and like 11 that. tackles, yeah. which led both teams by far. Right. Because he was everywhere the football was. Mm -hmm. That, that changes the way you play defense. And, and remember McCarthy's quote early in the year? He said, I've never seen one side of the ball get flipped in an offseason the way we flipped our defense. Yeah. They were a give-up defense a year ago. Right. They couldn't stop anybody. Yeah, well, Skip, I think a lot of that. No, 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 no. You got to let Skip keep continue to go. But in honor of Skip right now, Chase Sharp, I got to get you to lean forward just a little bit because Skip is roasting you. Oh, man, he's putting the flames on you. Hey, this is going to be the slap of truth, and maybe the Godzilla tears will, 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 will help you out down the line. But why don't you lean forward? Hold on to those glasses now. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Go to your room for real quick. I'll tell you to come out. <laughs> Go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> boy, that, boy, that hurt me. Boy, did it hurt you. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. You got me siding with Skip, man. That's how bad this debate went, baby. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you can come out. You can come out now. Come on out. Wipe your nose has to do that's why Troy is basing it if you look at last year's defense when they were 28 and yep. scoring in 20 30 yards yes this defense is vastly improved you've moved up 12 spots I, I mean it's it's not vastly it's like all time improved yes. I, I've yes. never seen this yes. happen before yes. where you flipped your script right. around to we're pretty good from we're the worst right I thought they were the worst defense in pro football I know the Texans end up giving up more rush yards right after we got run off the field, remember, by Cleveland, Cleveland and Baltimore yeah. and Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was all time, for me as a diehard lifelong, mm -hmm. it, it, it was as humiliating, as low as it could get, where I just said, <laughs> wait a second, that, that defense doesn't even belong, that's not an NFL caliber defense, even for a bad team. I mean, but think about it, Skip. If you're number one in takeaways, mm -hmm. yet you're still 16th in scoring D and 19th in yards, mm -hmm. with 14 takeaways. Yep. Okay, but you you were hanging in against the goat at the goat on that opening Thursday night. They went up and down the field. Okay, but you, you, you made just enough plays to hang in enough yeah. for your offense to have a shot late in the you game. You took the ball away. All right, all right, so 
It's a good classic argument. Don't chase the stats. Watch the tape. And that's why I will tell you guys once again, you played against and it's just making this thing all clear for us all to understand football. We just played against the number four defense, right, in the National Football League. That's called the Minnesota Vikings, right? They're number four. They're leading in sacks, right? They're leading in sacks. They're leading NFL in sacks against our backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. And I'm going to ask you guys again, would you prefer, would you prefer to have the Vikings defense or the Cowboys defense right now? If I could just shake everything off and say, okay, we got Kendricks. We got their front four. We got Xavier Woods. You know what I'm saying? We got their DBs. We're number four overall in defense. Would you prefer to have the Vikings defense right now and walk around with your chest out and say, hey, man, we the number four defense, you know? Or would you rather have all Cowboys defense? That's how easy this is. We ranked 18th in defense. Let me see if I can pull it up once again. We tied, for, tied with somebody with 18th in defense. Yes, we have some warts. Yes, we have some trials and tribulations. But I come here to tell you guys, Cowboy Nation, give me Parsons. Give me Trayvon Diggs. Oh, give me Randy Gregory, you know, over anybody that they got over there in Vikings land. To walk around, let me see. We might have hurt their defense, by the way. Let me just see where they stand at to this day, you know, because we might have hurt their defense, by the way. They'd probably be dropped to fifth or sixth now, but let's see where they at. They fifth now. They was number fourth when we played them. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Away four times and you still gave up 31. Okay, so how did, good is it? You took the ball away four times. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen last yeah. year. Started happening at the end of last year. Yeah, but did, did you? But I don't think did Dak turn the ball over. Mm -mm. I don't think Dak turned any. the ball over. So think about that. They got no turnovers and hung 31 on you. They're, they're the defending champions, they and do, they brought everybody What back. they got to do with anything? <laughs> well, it has everything to do. I thought my team had no shot in that game. Oh, let me stop. Let me stop here one more time. Shay Sharp, lead forward a little bit. You know why I like week one? We had true or true diehard Buccaneers fans to come to my channel and said, you know what? We respect the Cowboys now. We respect Dak Prescott. He's a soldier, right? And nothing about this team we can look back and say, all right, with week one, we can arguably say this right here. If we had Zach Martin, I know if was a fifth, we all be drunk right about now, right? If if was a fifth. Uh, Zach Martin, I think that he is the difference maker of three to four points, by the way. You know, a full touchdown. And we had the kicker to to be the kicker. You know, he he wasn't ready, right? And the aficionados. It took those three series of an events for the Buccaneers to win that game. I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure. Even if we just, hmm, had a better situation with the kicker, we win that game, right? The kicker says it's on me. You're looking at an undefeated team right about now, Cowboy Nation. On top of that, even if you say, okay, let's say the protocols didn't exist and Zach Martin was able to play week one. I'm quite sure 
that that tenth of a second that Dak Prescott needed to connect with the wide receiver down the field would have been there, juxtaposed to what we've seen with our boys. Let me know where I'm lying. They came full. They came full and ready. Off the Super Bowl high. I believe that they said they brought all 22 guys back from that Super Bowl. And we was a man short. We was a man down. <laughs> we, gave, we, gave, we gave them our best. And since then, I, I got to bring up this, man. Um, this guy right here that people put a lot of dirt on his name, including me. And I already did my uh, video on apologizing to him. Uh, Anthony Brown, he's been solid since then. Anthony Brown been solid since then. Look at his numberings there. 75.7 in, in coverage. Got two interceptions for the season. 74.9 overall. He's been solid, Anthony Brown. He's been solid. Came down to a walk-off they, they, field they, goal. They had your hopes, you had your hopes up. You thought because you took the lead, you thought actually thought you was gonna win the game. Well, Just like the other cowboy. I like. Yeah. I saw back. I asked, pop me a cold one. I said, Tom, do what you do. Okay. Stop playing with these people. Well, unfortunately, Tom didn't do what he does yes, at he New did. Orleans on Sunday, right? Now, I ain't talking, I, I'm right. not talking about that. I'm right. talking about against the cowboy. Okay. See, look, I'm not saying, but let's not pretend. That the Cowboys just turned into the 85 Bears of the 2000 Ravens. We, we're, we're not saying that. Yes, there are improvements.